This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week's podcast is brought to you by BHP. Copper is a big deal in the energy transition because it's used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. When it comes to producing copper responsibly, it's happening now at BHP. Saturday Squiz is your shortcut to being informed weekend style. I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Amanda Bauer. Welcome to Saturday Squiz. Amanda, you're our educator, podcaster, basically all things Squiz Kids. (laughs) Really great to have you here. Yeah, I'm very excited to be sitting at the big kids' table. (laughs) (laughs) Which is so funny because you're like one of the most grown-up people I know. I don't know about that. (laughs) Look, Kate is all good. She's just got some family commitments to attend to. Uh, Now that we've got the housekeeping out of the way, let's get on with what's on this week. Uh, Amanda, there's some important fallout from the advent of ChatGPT to fill you in on. Uh, And look, I'm not going to lie, superannuation was the biggest story of the week again. Which is completely awesome because that is definitely my special topic. (laughs) Um, We're also going to touch on a story that's bubbling along under the surface and that's the relationship between our Prime Minister Anthony Albanese and his Treasurer Jim Chalmers. Yeah and recommendations. Amanda you're going to take us through your love of curried carrots. I promise you it's better than it sounds. (laughs) I really hope so. (laughs) Let's get into it. Amanda, we start each week with the most clicked link out of the Squiz Today email. It was another very strong result after last week's record-breaking effort. Uh, That, of course, was Kate giving William a little butt tap. Uh, (laughs) Leading the way this week, though, was ChatGPT's misadventures with crochet patterns. Um, This one was of a little narwhal. Uh, I'm really looking forward to you explaining this one. So essentially these crafty crocheters thought that they'd put chat GPT to the test and ask it to create some crochet patterns mm-hmm. and they look legit so they've got all the right little codes and numbers and I don't understand because I don't do crocheting <laughs> but they thought that they look like pretty good patterns but let's just say the narwhal is a pretty weird looking animal as anyway, it is yeah but this thing is next level <laughs> very strange anatomy of course they then posted that on TikTok and we all know what might have happened next indeed and look I guess it's important to remember that these AI chatbots are actually large language models. Mm. Uh, Their thing is to predict the next word in a sentence. So, look, points for trying a crochet pattern. The (laughs) other thing I take out of it is that clearly we've got like a crochet corner of the squiz that really got into it. So (laughs) that's something worth unpicking. I would like a beanie. (laughs) Uh, Weirdly enough, though, that wasn't the biggest story of the week. No, that was superannuation again. Um, I hope that you'll appreciate that we didn't feel the need (laughs) to really drill down on that one for squiz kids. So I'm going to let you do the heavy lifting and explaining here. Yeah, look, I listened to Squeeze Kids all this week hoping for a superannuation explainer and <laughs> it just wasn't there. But Sorry. <laughs> look, on this one this week, I reckon we can put it under the Kate-style heading uh, of stuff the government said it was thinking about that it's actually doing. Kate is definitely going to appreciate that gesture. (laughs) I really hope so. Uh, Look, to step back, it was less than a fortnight ago that Treasurer Jim Chalmers floated the idea in a speech uh, about the government's concerns about tax concessions for superannuation and he cited some research that showed tax concessions for super investments would outstrip government spending on the age pension by 2050. 
And what he did is what governments do all the time, right? Mm. They kind of put an idea out there, they see what the reaction is, take the temperature, distance yeah. themselves pretty quickly if it's a stinker. But on this occasion, they've actually taken action pretty quickly. Well, yes and no. So yes, because there's been an announcement this week, uh, the government says that it's going to increase the tax on super balances over $3 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, they say that it's going to restore some equity to the system, that it's going to return about $2 billion a year back to the budget. Which sounds like a huge amount, of course, but it's pretty modest when you consider that, you know, superannuation tax concessions cost the budget about $52.5 billion a year. In the grand scheme of things, not necessarily that much off their bottom line. Mm. Uh, the message, though, that Chalmers and Albanese were selling is that it isn't a huge thing. They're just making a little change, uh, that there's just 80,000 people who have that sort of money in their super accounts. It won't come into effect until July 2025. Uh, the thing to know about that is that it's after the next federal election. Right. So what lots of people have been picking up on in the last couple of weeks is that that any changes to super would break an election promise that Labor made. So this is a way for them to say, well, voters, if you feel that strongly about it, you can chuck us out at the next election before we put it into place. Exactly. And governments have done this in the past. I think they call it seeking a mandate. I think that's probably enough on superannuation, Claire. I think your Super Saturday superannuation update has been great, but (laughs) perhaps not a regular feature for the Saturday Squiz. I really hope not. (laughs) Look, the story that we talked about a lot at Squiz HQ this week is kind of superannuation adjacent. I am pretty sure we've exhausted everything that I know about superannuation at this point. Trust me, it's going to be fine. Um, This week is a bit more about the relationship between Prime Minister Albanese and Treasurer Chalmers because there's been a bit said about it this week. Uh, And just to set the scene, there's some uncanny connections to call out between the two men. Mm -hmm. Uh, I knew about Albanese's family situation when he was growing up. Mm -hmm. Uh, I didn't know that Chalmers was also raised by a single mum. So that was something that was talked about a bit this week. Uh, They also share a birthday. That was Thursday. The Prime Minister turned 60. The Treasurer turned 45. So the Prime Minister grew up in the age of Bob Dylan and Led Zeppelin. And, you know, we know he's a sometime DJ and he's talked about his love of the Triffids. And his Treasurer, like me, is a Gen Xer from those halcyon days of Nirvana. Yeah, I can get behind that kind of era, I have (laughs) to say. Uh, And look, what that means is that there's a 15-year age gap between the two, uh, that's exactly the same as between the Labor legends Bob Hawke and Paul Keating. Yeah, and the dynamics of that Hawke-Keating relationship have been talked about so much Mm. over the years. They got a lot done, particularly when it came to reforming Australia's economy. And then, of course, it all fell apart and and Keating challenged for the leadership and eventually won. Yeah, it was a pretty spectacular falling (laughs) out. Uh, And, look, lots of people have talked about the effect that it had on the government and getting things done and political insight have been saying for a while that the men aren't the best of buddies and I guess the point is that it's moving beyond the whispers and into stuff that's being written and starting to be published. Yeah, there's a fair bit being said but there was one article that stood out for me this week and that's from the Sydney Morning Herald slash The Age, yeah. depending on where you are, uh, with a piece that was called um, The Boss PM versus Teen Spirit Treasurer, The Generational Divide at the Heart of Government. Yeah, it's a really good article, that one, and the premise, of course, is that 
that Chalmers is an ambitious man and that one day he might have the opportunity to be Prime Minister, whereas this is as good as it gets for Albanese. Yeah, like there was the tax exemptions if you make a capital gain when you sell your home. Yeah. Chalmers got in trouble when he didn't rule that out in one interview this week. Yeah. Um, he obviously wants to keep the door open a little bit in case he becomes PM and then Albanese, of course, swooped in and said, it won't happen ever. And don't the media just seize on those things when the answers aren't absolutely definitive. Yeah, exactly. Claire, I spent a long time working in New York for Time magazine and I feel like the American version of this discussion Mm. is the relationship between the president and the vice president. There were so many memes Mm. back in the day about the bromance between Barack Obama and Joe Mm -hmm. Biden, but... Did you know that Biden never set foot in the Obama's White House residence over eight years as vice president? Gee, you would never have thought that. Not much of a bromance, really. No. And look, human nature is we want to know those things about our leaders. Do they get on like Scott Morrison and Josh Frydenberg clearly did? They had microwave lasagnas together in their PJs at the (laughs) lodge. Um, Or are things a bit frosty like they were between John Howard and Peter Costello? Yeah, I mean, whatever it ends up being, the Albanese Chalmers dynamic is one that we'll definitely be hearing more about, particularly in the lead up to the budget in May. Yeah, indeed we will. Coming up this week, Claire, I find this feature of the Saturday Squiz so handy. It's really great to start thinking about the things that will be in the news. And the biggest thing coming up next week will be the Reserve Bank Board meeting on Tuesday, yet another interest rate hike, do you reckon? Well, look, certainly that's what the banks and the financial analysts are expecting. Uh, Looking across the forecast, there's an expectation of another quarter of a percent rise. Uh, We talked about the economy quite a bit this week. There was data out saying that the economy is slowing, that inflation's coming down, but it's still really high. So there's no sense that the RBA is done with interest rate hikes yet. We have talked an awful lot about the economy today. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I've stepped up to the grown-ups. I know. It's kind of the topic of the time, though, isn't it? And, look, changing topics entirely. Today's the first anniversary of Shane Warne's death. Uh, Of course, that was the day before Rod Marsh died. They were two Aussie cricket legends, of course. Uh, I reckon they would have been really proud of the Aussie women. They took out the T20 World Cup in South Africa this week. I agree. Those women are incredible. And Mm. I really liked the discussion going around this week about whether they might be the most successful team in the history of sport. Yeah. And they are definitely a group that we can all be proud of. Oh, absolutely. And look, federal parliament resumes on Monday. I reckon there'll be a tribute to the women cricketers. Um, That always generates headlines, of course, parliament coming back. And on Wednesday, it's International Women's Day. Uh, The theme this year, digital digital, I guess, digital. Digital with two L's. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Innovation and technology for gender equality. And Claire, there's one other special thing that we'll talk about in a minute that's happening on Wednesday, but I don't want to spoil it. (laughs) I think I know what that is. So let's get on to Squiz Recommends. Squiz Recommends. Amanda, as an avid listener, I know that you will know that this is about things that we can suggest that you might like to read or watch or cook. Uh, Amanda, what we know about squizzes is that anything about dating really goes off. Uh, You might be in the dating pool yourself. You might be reminiscing about what it was like to be single and ready to mingle. Uh, Dating content goes really well. (laughs) Well, I fall into the second category, but I love 
being voyeuristic about other people's dates. And there's a read from the New York Times that pretty much made my week. There's a corner of TikTok that's called Dating Talk. And it's essentially the place that bad dates go to go viral. So one woman was ditched after 45 seconds on a date. And she went home, made a bit of a vid, and it's been viewed more than four million times. And the concept really is about taking those bad experiences, turning them into content and actually then turning them into careers and sponsorships and becoming a TikToker. And what I really love about this too is that none of them are saying, you know, Craig from Alabama is a terrible guy. (laughs) They're not even mentioning the guys. It's about them and that empowerment. It's really fun. Uh, Watching this week, I have this one on my radar for this weekend. So Chris Rock uh, has a new comedy special out on Netflix. Uh, He, of course, was the presenter at last year's Oscars and he was hit by actor Will Smith uh, after making a joke about Smith's wife, Jada. Um, I'm going to read you a snippet from the Wall Street Journal that sets the scene for this. Mr Rock has avoided the forums where celebrities typically go to unburden themselves. No primetime interview with Oprah. No magazine cover stories. No confiding on Instagram. In short, no milking of the moment. The only platform Mr Rock went to is the stage that he controls. Yeah, pretty impressive on his part. I mean, he's kept his powder dry and now he gets to tell the story of the slap his way and I am very sure he'll be making a fair bit of cash out of it. <laughs> exactly. And, of course, it's time to drop a week before this year's Oscars. It's like a communications triumph, mm-hmm. like a politician couldn't have done it better. Absolutely um, genius. It's also a different format for Netflix, so that's worthwhile pointing out. It's a live show that they're broadcasting. Uh, that starts at 2pm Eastern Daylight Savings Time on Sunday, if you're interested in that. Um, Amanda, it's time has come. <laughs> Tell me about this carrot recipe. I'm a bit sceptical. Okay, you could not possibly be anywhere near as sceptical as our teenage carnivorous son. Um, Even he loves this recipe. Uh, The rest of us don't eat meat and our daughter found a recipe for butter carrots, which is basically, you know, the veggie version of butter chicken. Okay. In Alice Zaslavsky's book, In Praise of Veg, it nails the sauce. Like It's a plate liquor. It's really delicious. I'm, look, I'm up for anything. Carrots I like. I like butter chicken. And then you don't want to skimp on the topping of fried curry leaves and cashew nuts. Okay. You can thank me later, Claire, I promise. <laughs> and we can definitely put those links in the episode notes, right? Yeah, definitely will. Squiz Press, Amanda, floor is yours. Anything you want to tell us about what's happening with Squiz Kids? Well, we've got a really great shortcut on the secret world of maths um, where I get Bryce to pull out a ruler and a round object to really, truly understand what pi is. (laughs) Well done. That is, of course, in advance of Pi Day, um, March 14. It makes a whole lot more sense in the US where you write the date 314, which, of course, is pi to two decimal places, 314. Drops on Monday. And on Wednesday, we are heading to the Solomon Islands with Squiz the World where kids get to school by canoe half the time. They are such great podcasts, So just dive into the Squeeze Kids podcast if that sounds like it's something that appeals to you. Uh, A couple of things from your big sister over here at Squeeze. Uh, We've got a new podcast series starting next week. It's in partnership with NGS Super. Uh, It's called How Far We've Come. And basically we go through the history of women's financial independence uh, and how that comes to affect the choices that we have today. So we're really proud of it. 
know we seem to have a financial bent at the moment. Maybe we've been tidying up our accounts. I'm not entirely <laughs> sure, but really good information. So look out for that from Tuesday. Now, Claire, the Squiz's birthday is coming up on Wednesday. I know. Drum roll. It <laughs> absolutely is. And look, the Squiz only exists because I kind of had my financial act together and I was able to quit my job, start the squeeze. There's skills that my mum taught me. Uh, I put enough away to be able to go without a salary for 18 months. We're turning six on Wednesday. So it only feels like 60 years that we've been doing this. So I guess that's pretty good. (laughs) Well, we're all very glad and grateful to your mum for teaching you that so that you could make it happen. Uh, Very happy birthday to the Squiz. And Claire, I think that's it for the Saturday Squiz. So thank you so much for having me. Thanks so much for ably filling in for Kate. Really appreciate it. She'll be back next week. Have a great weekend. Chat to you next week. 